Lady D, a.k.a. Donna Smith, or Donna Smith, a.k.a. Lady D, and your hostess with the mostess. Okay. Now, um, tell people about this project that you have out now. Okay, which one? No. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a few projects, but you, you have a latest one out right now. The latest project I have right now? Mm-hmm. Meaning? What are the names of the songs on, well... Seduct. Oh. I, I, I gotta find a new name for for songs. Your kind of songs. Oh, um, that's all my seducers. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I have a new project that I just finished not long ago, and um, actually, some of the tracks on the CD is actually, you know, they're I would say really, really entertaining. With a broader scope of my talent, uh, I try to bring forth adult type of listening, but real life. And we don't always have to talk about sex, but we do incorporate sex in uh, some of the recordings. However, there are some that I have went a little deeper in, uh, such as get a job, you know, um, I found just really kind of tickled recording that one because the track itself was pretty much just bringing up that eye-opener experience of those who are going through uh, dealing with one who is not working, who does not want to work, who is not bringing anything to the table. And the frustration is just get a job, get a job, get a job, you know. So um, that was real fun in real life. And you have, you know, stalker. People are being stalked and, you know, turning around corners and lurking and being followed. And, you know, their cell phones being blown up and can't get rid of this bugaboo and things of that nature. So it was real fun bringing forth that type of energy and um, and real life dialogue in an entertaining way. And so uh, I hope that people do enjoy and will get the title of the CD is called Orgasma. And Orgasma, meaning, you know, anything that's of an explosive nature. You know, when we hear the word Orgasma, we think straight and narrow sex. (laughs) You know, it's an orgasmic experience. It has to be sex. But actually, that is an explosive experience. That's bringing forth um, words that move and explode in a, in a whole different type of light that is meant to move people, to make you think on another realm outside of sex. So that was one of the reasons it was titled that. And moving forward, 2019, we're working on a whole new different type of flow and flare so you guys stay tuned it's a new project i'm going to hopefully be releasing in the spring and um finally getting that book out there too which is going to be 
full of uh, short stories of very sizzling adult situations. So that one you want to beware. <laughs> so, yeah, well, along with that, it's going to be a good year. <laughs> well, we're going to get into this uh, make him want to stay. We're going to see what makes him want to stay. Oh, yeah, that one is good. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 
right there man (laughs) well you know like I said Jill I try to bring upon real life stuff real life situations and you know I've had women come to me and you know want me to post certain topics and questions in my forum on Facebook and and Twitter and and YouTube and you know they want to how do I make him stay, Lady D? You know, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm, I'm loving him. I'm cooking for him. I'm cleaning for him. I'm, I'm being sexy. I smell good, and all of that stuff. And he still wants to do what he wants to do. He wants to fly bye bye. He wants to come when he wants to come, and not appreciate everything that he has. So, you know, it inspired me to make a track like that to kind of just, you know, give some some womanly advice, per se. I mean, I'm not the know-it-all, but just to give some advice of the sweet things that men appreciate and enjoy and, you know, how you can just bring your love and sexy to him in a way that a lot of times he's not going to want to go anywhere else. You know, he's not because he's going to smile and feel real good at thinking about all these things you're doing. Now, it's some certain parts in the track that say, you know, spoon feed your man and, you know, 
<laughs> rub his feet. <laughs> Stuff like I mean, that. There ain't nothing wrong with that, but if you're deserving, I'm sure that yeah. your feet will get rubbed and you'll yeah. get spoon fed, even if you ain't sick. You know, you exactly. deserve to get spoon fed. Yes, you know? yes. And, and, you know, I think without it being a rule book, you, you know, what's lost, I think, in relationships and and just appreciating your man and your woman is just sometimes thinking outside that box and, and not, you know, expecting the other to do things before you do things. You know, a lot of people sit back and say, well, you know, if they not going to do that for me, hmm, I ain't going to be rubbing no feet and cooking and cleaning and doing all that. Uh-uh. I ain't wifey. I'm just, you know. But the thing is, you have to do what's moved in your heart, and you got to try to treat the next in the way that you want to be treated. And even if you do certain things that that person does not do, they may do something else, you know, that you wouldn't do. But it's it's both of you guys coming together with a balance and bringing forth that, you know, without the, what do you call it, um, conditions, you know, that love without conditions, just do for one another, you know? Yeah, it's all about equal balance. Exactly. And teamwork makes the dream work. You know, I hear it all the time. And it works for people when when it's teamwork. It does. And, you know, I see people, you know, they go through their things, but when they have a a strong team, you know, mm-hmm. besides all the, the, the extra drama, you know, it it, it, it kind of works, you know. Exactly. It, 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 and it does. It, yeah, like you say, I like the word kind of. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess that leaves room for maybe not. Maybe it won't work. You know, it, it just depends on where a person is in the situation, you know, because people sometimes are with someone for the wrong reasons. Let's just take this a, a little off course here. Well, it's not off course. It just it it happens, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I was with him because he had money. He was a provider. He can he can pay for the he can pay the bills. You know, I didn't have to worry about bills. He had it, but he had money, and you know. He had money before you came in the picture, which means he had enough money to, you know, spend time with other friends, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And females, too. They mm-hmm. have a lot of money, and they can be places, so they're going to have a lot of friends, you know. And then you meet them. You know, you want to be in a relationship, relationship, but, you know, they still in a mode. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, kicking it and, and chilling. You know, you just the, the main slice of cake right now. The main slice of cake. Isn't that something? Yeah. The main slice. So, yeah, you know, we kind of t- <laughs> <laughs> we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. But, you know, it's it's. um Wow. Yeah, if you have that main slice of cake, meaning that queen 
or that king B, because it could be reversed. You know, it could be some women, you know, have the main one and have a couple of other little things going on, too. And, and women, <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off, but women tend to have a whole bunch of main things. <laughs> what? Or make them think they the main. And, oh, you know, okay. So, so. And, and some, so, you know, it's vice versa. Yeah. But women, yeah. they can get away with it a little more, more better. You know, I don't know how they do it, but. You think because of um, them being a little bit more slick or is it that they just have a, a, a cunning way with words and direction to make a, a man feel a certain way more so than men do? A man has needs. And no matter what a female says, as long as you keep dangling that, uh, we're not going to call it a cat. We just call it a peach. How about that? You know. Keep dangling, dangling the peach, right? Yeah, okay. keep dangling the peach. And it depends on how the guy comes in, his approach. If he came in, you know, kind of thirsty with it, she knows how to. Dangle the peach. Mm-hmm. If he's coming all respectful or whatever, you know, showing that he's a decent guy. Well, she'll dangle it, but it'll be a little more closer than, you know, the thirstier guy, you know. So the thirstier guy, he's the one that will do just about anything. Is that what that means? Or is he just thirsty that he just really needs and wants her, so he's all up on her and after her? Or is it that he'll just do the world for her to get her? We were speaking on needs. Mm -hmm. So let's say he needed some... He needs he needs a dose because you know the visual you know like I wouldn't mind squeezing on that and you know you know how it goes yeah. females be thinking like that too can't leave <laughs> y'all out but you know uh, he wanna he needs something to the the you know to hold and squeeze or whatever so you know he gonna pop and the female she can she can pull him e- easily she can say no mm-hmm. and she can say yes. So dangling the peach is what gets the, uh, okay, it helps put that person in that main number one status, you know, what we call, what you call it, the um, number one spot or whatever. Um, if you dangle the peach and and the, they end up partaking in the peach and the peach is great and they keep wanting more and more peaches they so the women you're saying is able to for dangle and play that role a lot better than having more than one main one and then having whatever she has you know out there that's underneath the main category yeah mm. very simple you know and she has to have control you mm-hmm. know the control has to be there she has no control she just you know freelance peach dangling you know what i'm saying <laughs> not having it under control yeah you know it's it's going to backfire on her and then you know she might catch feelings now he's dangling the cucumber over her head now <laughs> yeah yeah okay that could be true too you know and, but but uh, hold on. And what? speaking of that, we're going to get into what happens when you hang it 
too high after you then gave him a nibble. <laughs> We're gonna get into okay one of your songs. It should sound familiar when it come on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs>
this is not a dream I play the scene over and over and over in my head You, me, together, eternally I want you, come and get me I want to please you inspired that <laughs> yeah, obviously we know but like you said the cucumber you know dangling too high well the thing is you know I think we all have encountered having a stalker or some of us have even been stalkers sad to say but it's the reality and you do feel like you need to run, 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 hide, you know, you're peeking around corners, you're walking, you know, you may have started out just wanting to be friends with someone and, you know, and then it kind of slipped into another zone where they bit on the peach and things just happen. However, you were not on the plane of, you know, a serious situation, but they became really obsessed with you, you know, in more ways than not. So then they became your stalker. And, you know, I mean, quiet as it's kept. I mean, I've experienced a stalker situation. It wasn't that extreme, but it was a stalker situation. And it inspired me to do this track because, man, you know, it do kind of have you feeling like, you you know, you're coming up to your front door, you're looking in the bushes, you're looking, you know, uh, before you get out the car, you're looking around, you know, this person calling your phone. It's like, man, are they following me? You know, uh, I mean, what's going on? And, and you've tried to ditch and dodge them and not want to be bothered and they're still stalking you. So, yeah, that's a real life reality track right there. That's right on. That's real. Yeah, you know, and there's all kind of levels of stalking. Even if you think about them too much, you stalk it. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, you stalk it in your mind. But, you know, another thing, too, people get all caught up into this texting. You know, you're texting each other on, on the phone over and over and over. And, you know, you're trying to tell a person, I don't want to deal with you no more. Leave me alone. Whatever reason, you finished. And they stalk you, you know. Through your doggone phone device. I mean, it's like, it's real, you know, and people can actually take that to the police station and say, hey, this is too much. See, I have a track record here. 
They won't leave me alone. So I think we all have encountered that. And you have to know when to back up, when to say, okay, enough is enough. I'm feeling this person. I love this person. I want this person. But they don't want me like that. So all this obsessive stuff that I'm doing, you know, try to captivate their their uh, attention and heart and all of that is just working in the opposite direction. That's not one, making the person want you more. That's making the person want to just run, run, run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Depending on what your mindset is. I mean, you agree? What you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're not approaching the situation correctly, how are they going to respect when you do approach the situation correctly? You'd be like, oh, now is they playing games or is they mm-hmm. doing this? Is, uh, is they for real? they serious? Do they come to their senses that, you know, being decent is okay? Yeah, yeah. And that's where that active communication should be brought forth in the beginning to, you know, set your foundation and and direction straight. You know, a lot of people avoid talking about where this is going or what they want. They just flow in the moment, you know, and take it step by step, day by day. Some think some say that's what you should do, you know. I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? You you think you should just, if if you're already on that mindset and page, like we talked about a little earlier, um, if you're already there with knowing that I don't want nothing more than just for you to dangle the peach and that's it, should that be brought to the table in the beginning? Yeah, of course. You got to start off what's really wanted or what's really needed. When you're in this person's company, mm-hmm. all the games, you don't need to play games. What do you really want? When you ask it, you can be demanding. If you ain't feeling them, you know, <laughs> you just <laughs> ask real demandly and, you know, to probably run them off. But And tell them to, yeah, just be straight up. Just be straight, 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 straight to the point, right? Yeah, but, you know, some people feel like they got to. Well, I want to keep it real, but if I keep it too real, they're going to run off. So let me kind of dangle the, the truth a little bit, just mm-hmm. like the peach, just like the cucumber, mm-hmm. you know. And it depends on the, the the other party's thirst for your company. You know, they could have just got out of a relationship or, you know, or just want to get in the one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just ready to... Just get in it instead of, you know, being patient about it. Yeah. And, you know, you might come around at the right time to where you're just trying to get in something real quick. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it has to be that right particular timing because, you know, I've had people come to me to say, you know, I've been single for, you know, eight years and I'm ready for something. I'm, I, I've am i been ready, you know, and um, I'm seeing this person and... They just got out of something last year. <laughs> so, you know, we, we have fun and we've connected, but, hey, they still want to air out. I'm ready to. And you you find this more with, um, you know, mature men and women. You know, when you get to a certain point in your life, 40 and up, where, you know, you you know what you want. You know where you're going. You know what you need. 
and you just really don't want to waste a whole lot of time messing around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wasting time per se. You know, you you in your twenties and your thirties. You know, you 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 may say, "Well, sure, break up with that one. Here's another one. It's all good." You know, next. <laughs> You know, and life just becomes a big old playground. But when you become older and mature, you know, you start looking for the quality, not the quantity anymore, but it's the quality of everything. And so, you know, you don't want to sit up and waste, you know, two, three, four years trying to find out what's happening with somebody wanting to be with you in that way. You know, you figure, shoot, in the first year, we should really know what, what we want to do with each other. At least a year should let you know what the attitude is on the on the other person. Mm-hmm. It, it don't even take that long. Mm-mm. You know, you'll, you'll know in the, the, the first couple of weeks, <laughs> you know, everybody's all, everything is a job. Just like on a job, you're there for maybe a few weeks, the probation period, you be cool. Then, you know, after the, the probation period, you kind of relax a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. kind of linger a little bit, you know, but still doing your, your job. But you, you're not so strict on yourself on the job. Right. You relax a little bit. If uh, they ain't complaining about what you're doing, you know, whether you're doing good or bad, like, OK, right, let's see if we can just kick it for a year. Mm-hmm. Kick it for a year. You know, they might be thinking marriage on the brain, but you ain't thinking that. Mm-hmm. Or they ain't thinking about it. You know, it's vice versa. Everything's vice versa. Sometimes, you know, when you're ready to marry somebody at first sight, you know, sometimes you just got to wait three or four years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if three or four years, I look at that as marriage anyway. Especially Pretty much. if you kind of <laughs> yeah. with each other at least a good three times to four times a week. And then mm-hmm. you got the weekend. Yeah. Three, four times a week is a nice amount of time to be spending with someone. Uh, what if it's less than that? <laughs> well, if it's less, then you guys have an understanding that either you're busy, they busy. Okay. Or it's an open friendship because oh. if you're not just totally locked in, you know what I'm saying, it's just an open friendship. But when you guys get together, it's a strong friendship. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So you got the open friendships, which means that you're, quote, unquote, friends, <laughs> you know, <laughs> since they use friends now as as my boo or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So that takes us to another situation where a topic regarding this boo thing, calling or determining someone your boo, is that a friendship too? I mean, is all intertwined? Well, you know, it depends on how the person feels about you. And then if they feel real good about you, they ain't going to call you boo, you know. They they should be more mature enough to use, you know, proper, you know, saying I love you names or something if you <laughs> love them, you know. What's that, I love you names? I don't know. <laughs> something besides boo, that, that sounds a little, oh, okay. you know, trendy or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like back when... uh bass music was out yeah use another word than then boo you know we mm-hmm. use boo it's friendly how many females you heard oh my work boo my work boo 
you yeah. know. I've heard it used freely, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, freely, yes, exactly. Like, oh, that's just my work, boo. Mm-hmm. It's harmless, oh, okay. you know. But if you know the person and they hollering they work, boo, and they got a known stat record of uh, having a lot of booze, you know, in all kind of fields besides work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They might be, you know, fooling around or whatever. It depends on the person and the age, how trendy and down they trying to be with the time. But as far as that boo, the, the time is up on the boo. You know, they yeah. got to come with something else, especially if they're over 35. You know, should nobody say boo? Yeah, some say that's a little immature or it's ghetto per se. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if the term ghetto is right, but I've heard it being used uh, in regards to the term boo. So it's uh, it's, it's just interesting because I hear that going around uh, freely. And even those who are intimate and close refer to each other as that. So it's just a interesting thing to touch on. And, uh, you know, back to the stalker, it's um, I think that there's certain red flags that direct you to that when you know before it gets explosive you know to the point where you peeking around corners and (laughs) run 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 that type of thing you you have red flags I think we just don't pay attention to them totally you know if you really are into someone a little bit or you know maybe if you're not it's just certain things you dismiss and then when things come full circle, it's like, wow, I should have known, you know, when they used to do this and that and that and say that or, you know, call me, you know, all hours of the night, back to back to back to back. You know, <laughs> I should have realized that it was an issue. So paying attention to red flags is really a number one rule, too, when you get in close to someone and and I think what happens is some of us dismiss the flags when we do see them because it depends on that mode and mindset you're in at that time say like if you're a mature woman and you're looking for a lifetime you know mate partner you want to get married eventually in the near future. You've been single for a while and you want something really committed. You know, you may dismiss some of the little uh, warnings because it's like, you know, people have all kinds of excuses. Well, you know, everybody is human and, you know, I ain't tripping on that. I used to trip on that when I was younger. <laughs> so, but now it's all right. It's all right if he leaves his teeth in the middle of the bed. I ain't mad at him, you know, <laughs> something like that. This is a Funk Bringer production. Junction. Sun comes up, I love it so much, it's a beautiful sight to see. Yeah, I gotta go to work, but when I get off, we paint the town. When the sun comes up, I love it so much, it's a beautiful sight to see. Yeah, I gotta go to work, but when I get off, we paint the town. 
time for another day in Oakland, California. It's the player way. I take a look out my window. Sun's so bright. That's all right with me. me. Time to freshen up for daily white downs. If she's digging my style, she's getting swiped down. I need to pull a credit card or a 401k. She can be fine with me. me. I'm in the wind. I feel it blow. Actually, I got some trees to blow. blow. Two for three swishers, half pint Remy. They was out of Hennessy. Mommy's bad, but this the be so good. Yeah, she's looking square. Capri's no underwear. Check this out, baby. This OG smack. When I paint the town, you'll see it. When the sun goes down, it's going down. Finna step out and find the scene. Finna slide in the lounge, beer mugs, no frown. Finna step out and find a scene Finna slide off in the lounge Beer mugs, no frown When we paint the town Like Bob Ross and his red fro Don't leave your Trojans behind like Pete Carroll We going bobbing for apples around like Merritt We're East Bay, Mel, we turn on females Farrah Fawcett, we gotta go Rafia Sadiq and make a stop So we can hit the strip and find us both top notches Looking at our watches, yeah, it's about time We spear with some Britneys with some Federalines As the champagne is flowing multiple Once we blowing clockwise and counterclockwise We do it so big, doing it big, don't come in our side Black suit, black ties, looking like bad guys Chili frosty minus hundred degrees. I got you running hot over a hundred degrees. Huh. You talking ish like your sad clapping. Oh, it does that, does that satisfaction. I'm clean ass 2000 Libra. It's Saturday night, John Travolta fever. After some rum mixed with Dr. Pepper, call me pants cause I'm damn for whatever. You wanna do ladies, divas, baddest bees, high D's, PYTs, and queen bees that wanna party after the after party. My number's in the ladies' room, call me. We always on the Feasting, 
featuring Qzar with Paint the Town. We live in the studio with Donna Smith, a.k.a. Lady D. And she's going to introduce one of her songs off the album. Orgasma. And it's called Go Get A Job. Yeah. <laughs> Look over at you. There's no movement, no sound. You're not even going to work today. Get a job, a job, a job. You say you need a bus pass, a BART pass, a fast track, and a backpack. Get a job, a job, a job. I want to go out and eat I want some fresh meat I want a front row seat Get a job, a job, a job Stop asking me for twenties And money for your cigs A fat stack to smoke and a half pint of what? Get a job, a job, a job my couch all sunken in. You borrow money from my friend. Tell me how you gonna borrow and you can't pay it back. Shit. A job, a job, a job. How you gonna replace my couch when Renna Center told you no? You so broke, you a joke. Nigga, what? What? Get a job, a job, a job. Your bicycle on two wheels and the other two on layaway. You act like you don't care and now you want me to share? Get a job, a job, a job. I dressed you, manicured you, and splashed you with the best smell good around. And all you do is walk the malls. Get a job, a job, a job. You're parading your rags, your pants are on sag. You're looking sad, like a dried up clown. Get a job, a job, a job. And this is why I'm no longer around. Get a job, get a job. Get a job, a job, a job. And we're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what inspired that song? Get a job. You know, you see it, you hear it, you experience it. Where you're in a relationship with someone and, you know, the other person is not carrying their weight. And it becomes frustrating and um, I think we all have been there. And I'm not talking about situations where, you know, you've been with someone for a while and all of a sudden they lose their job 
or they're, you know, have medical reasons that they can't work anymore. I mean, you're supposed to step in, step up and, you know, work together as a team. But when you're getting into these new connections with folks and, you you know, it's, it's brand new. Maybe it's within the first 30 days, 60, 90 days of the relationship or perhaps when you meet them, you know, they were laid off their jobs and because things happen. We all have been there where we've had jobs, we've lost jobs. So, you know, you meet people in a sad state of situation and then some just continue to stay in the rut. And it's one thing when you see one, you know, working towards trying to get theirs to get out of the rut. Perhaps they go back to school, you know, they're taking any kind of job to until they can get a job. But those who just laying back on your couch and, you know, um, always got their hand out and seem like they're just comfortable and stagnated with a joint in their mouth and just chilling, you know, because this is what they <laughs> they want to do and you getting up going to work every day. It can bring about some bad, mean frustration. And that's a man or a woman. So I was motivated to write that because um, it's, it's what's happening sometimes. You know, it's life. People are in situations like that and just don't know what to do. You know, you, you have someone who's in your house now. You can't get them out. They don't want to work. And... The only thing you can say is get a job, get a job. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really just a real deep, real life situation. And um, some of the scenarios on the track is, uh, you know, humorous as well. But um, I don't know. I mean, what's your thoughts? I mean, people put too much on that when someone is down in a situation or, you know? Well, I think it's on how you fell down. If you, uh, if it's unexpectedly, then they should have a little sympathy for it. Yeah. But if you know you're about to fall down and you creating a fall down, then there's no sympathy for that. Because exactly. if you're, you're in a situation and you see somebody falling off and they can prevent it telling them like you know hey man you know slow down or whatever or you're gonna fall off or fall down mm-hmm. and they constantly keep doing it eventually when they fall down you're gonna be upset especially when you was trying to give them the the knowledge of uh don't do it you and know, they this, did it anyway they did it anyway so yes it can be be draining especially if they went against your word mm-hmm and you know when you're well, when you're always right, and somebody goes against your word, you know it, it's draining because you know you kind of put a little energy in to try and explain to them, <laughs> you know what's right and what's wrong when they're probably old enough to know the difference between right and wrong, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and that's real. You know, it's uh. It it just can be a real bad, frustrating situation. I've seen it, and uh, you know it's 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 really it's a very fine line, especially when you love someone. And like the point you just made, and that I brought up about you know, based on it just depends on the situation and and how a person fell down, and 
what they're doing while they're down. You know, um, we all have been in situations where we've been down. But, you know, it's it's just to watch a person comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 comfortable. You know, I think that's where the frustration starts. And then when you look at it in the realm of dating and trying to get at someone, you know, I've heard people say when a man is in a situation where he has lost his job, has no job, or trying to still find his way, that he shouldn't even be looking to date a woman until he's, you know, back to a a, a more of a presentable uh, stage or page. And But then again, when you look at that, as far as women are concerned, you know, you have men who pursue women uh, regardless you know, you can meet a nice-looking uh, woman who has a lot of potentials and a lot of other ways to, that you know, what you're looking for, and she may not be working for whatever the reasons is, you know. And men don't seem to be as bothered by that as women are with a man presenting um, wanting to see her and have... Uh, no income, because no income means we can't do anything together. <laughs> we can't go nowhere. You know, you can't you can't help me with anything if I need help. And and people look at that. Yeah. And, uh, and the problem is, like we kind of uh, spoke on earlier, I think off air, the man was taught. That he has to be a provider for his family. Let's start off there, family. Mm-hmm. But if he's with a female, like a friend, if y'all leading up to that familyism, <laughs> if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. then okay, be a protector if you really love her and really, you know, you into her and you know you want to be with her. Okay, you, you have to convince her to build because mm-hmm. sometimes most females want you to come in with everything already built and they just want to mosey on in but it starts from the mentality and the mental mind state of it Mm, you know you got to build there first build the understanding because if you can't build no understanding then if something goes wrong you ain't gonna understand why it went wrong you know absolutely you won't have no sense of understanding at all about what what just happened, huh? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> so you 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 have to you have to be on that same plane and and build, and that's absolutely uh, true um, in regards to that. And I just don't know why it's so um, it's looked upon so harshly as far as a man's situation compared to a woman's you know some say because the man is considered the head he's the you know the provider you know like you say grew up it starts from you know the way you were reared and what you were taught and how you looked at the male figures in your in your surroundings and you know when a man is not in that type of position. 
I think that it affects his whole presentation of being the strength of that union, you know, because a man ain't, if his money ain't right and his direction ain't right, he ain't right. So how can he present any rightness? You see? Yeah, that causes frustration when a man has nothing, has no money to provide for himself. And especially if he has a wife or a child or both, you know, frustrating because now you're going to get attitude from <laughs> those those people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you trying your especially if you're trying your best and nothing's just working, you know, that's more frustration. Yeah, because it's not easy out there trying to trying to get back when you, you know, and the character of a person, too. You know, I think that's where it's important to look at the character of a person because some people fall down and you know their character is not to stay down or be down, you know. But life just deals you those type of hands at times. And it's what you do to get, you know, it's like in a relationship or a situation. It's not going through the situations. It's how you get through the situation. It's how you row the boat. And when you're together, you got to row that boat together. Exactly. You know, because things can happen. And, yeah, wow, you know, life is, is funny like that. You know, one minute is rolling is rolling hard and right, and the next minute, pow, something didn't happen, especially if you're married to someone or been committed to them for a long time. You know, and life takes a turn. I mean, I've seen situations where people just run for the door. You know, it's like, man, it ain't like it used to be. I was happy when it was like that. Now it's not, and I got to go, but I know it's not your fault, but I can't live like this. And they bounce. That staying power and that rowing the boat together is extremely, extremely important. Highly extremely yeah. Wow, we touched on some wonderful topics today. Oh, yes, and we're going to touch on many more, you know. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned for some interesting topics and conversation about grown, grown, real-life situations circumstances, and just plain fun. You know, we talk about everything. We going to talk about everything. (laughs) Yes, indeedy. Business. That's your nickname. Uh-huh. Top shelf, be that top wealth. top wealth. Nah, I'm not a pimp, I'm just a businessman with a little experience. What's your talents? Nah, I ain't asking you to sing no ballad. No need to fear this. That there's levels to this You'll make a great assistant. Just keep your game consistent. 
your fans can't resist it And I don't mind if you wanna be explicit I don't wanna off, let's conduct some business You find enough to tuck, but first is business Let's conduct some business. You find enough to talk, but first is business. But first is business. But first is business. Sacrifice. I had to cut a couple. No emotions with the business. Broken chandeliers in the trap house. They went on the way through the state route. All on the table, bitch. Lay it out. It's nothing else left to say now. I gotta believe in me before I believe in you. Who I look like. No screws loose. I can throw a wrench in the game. I got the tools. All these lost do is suck it. Shoot poo. I show up at your house. I'm cleaning out the pool. I don't wanna fuck off. Let's conduct some business. You find enough to tuck, but first is business. 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 First is business. I don't wanna off. Let's conduct some business. You find enough to tuck, but first is business. Let's conduct some business. Business, yeah. So, what do you what do you think about that? What do you think he's saying when he says stuff like that? Mm, let's conduct some business. Let's 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 conduct some things that'll be you know a win win, a profit not only in dollar sense but a profit in whatever it is that you're focusing in on. You know what I mean? Um. I mean, that's that's my take. Things that are on a level of a win-win for both of us. Yeah, seems like he was uh, more of trying to empower her instead of uh, for for cheap pleasures, you know. He was trying to build something. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's trying to build an empire. Hopefully it gets, uh, you know, the empire gets bigger and stronger. A more powerful level of thinking and developing, you know, instead of just mediocre, building something that's, you know, like I say, win-win, going in a direction of upward bound instead of just leaving it down here. I think there's a lot of different ways to look at what he's saying and how that's being presented. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. This is DJ Chill Status here with Donna Smith. A.K.A. Lady D. The hostess with the mostest. With the mostest. And it's been a pleasure being here today. And the key word is pleasure. (laughs) And y'all need to check out her uh, project. Uh, Let them know where you can get your project. Okay, my project, it can be obtained on cdbaby.com. Also, you can Google me, Donna Smith, Orgasma. Or you can also find me under Lady D. Um... I am pretty much obtainable everywhere. Amazon, iTunes, uh, shoot, just just Google me and uh, let me know what you think, too. I uh, love feedback. You can send me an email, dgrier12000 at yahoo.com, and let me know your feedback, your thoughts, your comments. Hit me on Facebook. Let me know what you like about my projects and the questions and what we're doing today. Because you're going to hear more of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This is Posture by Fettuccine Feasting.
version. You know I like your posture, wrapped up in a trench silk thongs and drawer. Nah, I won't slaughter, but still go harder and harder. Commence to go farther and farther, lick you on your nipples while squeezing on your dimples. You do your duty, yes you do. Waving that juicy round, as I smack it from the bakery. That's what you get for serving hands. it with daiquiris, sat on my lap. Yes, you recognize the mac and me. What that say? Don't be shy, like your tattery. Okay, you can call me Mr. Mackey. Stop parking your lips on my tip. You so nasty. Yes, it's real important for you to slide through being well proportioned. Yes, it's real important for you to slide through being well proportioned. Good evening. This is another one of those lyrical drift productions. And also, your boy Fettuccine, aka C Status. I see you popping gaming gum at the same time. Sweet like sugar cane, lip gloss, flossing often. You seem so classy. Stepping through the door, flossing cleavage like you was a chrome V-Sitch. Slid through the club like a set of rims. Four years ago, you were spinning 18s. Now you're sitting on dub deuces, Bombay and juices, got that thong loosened. All she does is floss, always trying to put on a show. All she does is floss, doctor, lawyer, or CEO. All she does is floss, always trying to put on a show. All she does is floss, doctor, lawyer, or CEO. I'm back again, why must you grin? She said I'm high off life 2020 and again That's cool by the way they call me chill I don't pop this, but it's panties I peel Swishers I feel with that chunky stuff Girl we can share so I can serve you this head rush Don't be shy, I know you keep them lifted Wrapped up or not, you like to keep them gifted All she does is floss, always trying to put on a show All she does is floss Doctor, lawyer, or CEO. All she does is floss, always trying to put on a show. All she does is floss, doctor, lawyer, or CEO. And there you have it. When you at the club, you know they're trying to floss when they got a little paper. You know? She was tight. Picked her up at 808. Titties jiggling, cuss that. I'm in my game zone, 
Write essays you can't blame home. Blank out on a dank route, test down status. Transmission automatic, all going, you gassing. Methane fuel, Star Wars, no fan glue. Cool tonight, here. New shoes, no blues, feeling like Mike's here. Before you try and get a loaf of bread and go fight fear. Murder, jealousy, and envy, that's a fight fear. Confrontation for you is a nightmare. Here's some cheesecake bites here. When you're done, lit layer lights here. They ignite the fire. Six rolls to the payday. Falling off, yelling mayday. In the middle of the winter, little remember. Put pulling papers out on puppet pretenders. Slime season, no rhyme for your reason. You guys are joking like Drake asking me meals why you poke me. Good shot, 50. I got good shots with me, and I ain't talking about her. Steven's just a rock that I brought with me. I probably would have kept Big and Pac from getting shot. A cold killer, labeled gorilla. Beating his chest, cars with pounds in the sound. East and the west, ride waves like internet surfing. You cybernet thugging, internet turfing. A million chicks on my tip running around like smurfs. They making money and twerking, working while I'm chilling like brown snow. Light up the cancer killer and let the beat pound slow.
Win a battle. Passed away, bang. <coughs> we blazing trees. Yes, fire storms. In the OAK where pot stars are born. How you gonna be? You just dream of corn. The flows ain't hard, soft as lifetime horn. The last feature you had must have left you scorn. With them Google Gaga flows is you they first born. Shooting on tracks, but you ain't got no form. I'm like magic on the court at the old school form. Close home invasion, no kicking down doors swarm. Trying to run in high. I revived Lamar Odom. Took flight to the hoop, we beneath my scrotum. Narcotics on the track, little Larry O'Jack. You should be expecting a check. You the dopest in the game, y'all are crying shame. Oh my bad, we're the ones to blame. Run rampant, rapid, raw rapid, your jaw jacket is lacking, back in the pack, and a bunch like food in a bag, and a lunch ain't nothing new, fried up alone, put some cheese on, fried a steak, cook the beef, homie, chef in a coffee pot, weapons and coffee spots, Starbucks and Zorlux from Starlights to Stardust, these streets are us, curses to car bus, hearse to bars up, and institutions far away, and losers to cloth, because it's different, it's significant, enter Mrs. Claw, another hater, writing raps, writing law, his like eggs for the dog. Don't be dreams, dead men walk. So dummy talk. And don't walk the same path. Hypocrisy, hypocritical. They acting like hipsters. Set it down with the struggle and the spiritual. Larry the lyrical. BS to live a long time. You prove that's no miracle. You punk noise. Nobody's fearing you. Hearing you. Who are you? Thinking he thou was better than us. Adrenaline, the competitive rush. Patch up your rap game. Get your editors up. Pick your pencils, lead. Get laded up before you're heading to us.